Attitude Zone with Dr. J. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Attitude Zone. Today is Tuesday, and I am your host, Dr. J. Jose G. Rodriguez. And once again, it is a pleasure and a privilege to be able to be with you, speak with you. I trust that you've had a wonderful week. I trust that all of your plans are coming together and that you are doing the best you that you can be. Uh, today's topic is uh, something that's dear to me. It's, it's part of my dissertation, something that I researched for a while. I had, I sent over a couple thousand invitations for my research and when I compiled all the the results, the data, I was able to, to come from that with a decision. I don't know, not a decision, but a finding, a pretty a significant finding. And that's why I titled my podcast today, Leading by Caring. Because I found that leaders who care for their followers are better at trying to get their followers to change with them. So if ever you're trying to make changes, if you're a leader and you're ever trying to make changes in, in your work environment, in your football team, you know, whatever, any type of team that you have, I found that when you care for people, it makes a big difference. It allows them an opportunity to see the real you. It allows them the opportunity to be, to be able to move with you and trust you, you know, because after all, Leading is all about how people trust you. I heard someone say that if you're if you're a leader, you have people following you. When you walk, there's people following you. If you if you are walking and no one is following you, you're just going for a walk. In other words, you're not a leader if no one is willing to follow you. There's a, a big difference between being a, a good leader and being a, a toxic leader. And we'll get on, on those topics here in the next coming weeks. But for now, I want to really just focus on how to care for your followers. In my research, I had heard something to the effect of people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And my research, lo and behold, it proved this, this statement that, that people really do not care if you know everything about everything until they know that you care for them. So if you're going to be an effective leader, then you really need to learn to care for people being able to manage someone else's emotions instead of just yours, you know, there has to be a measure of emotional intelligence in you. You have to practice emotional intelligence whenever you're a leader. This is, I think, paramount to leading people, leading teams, uh, leading organizations, leading businesses. It's paramount that you have an understanding of emotional intelligence. One of those things is being able to manage your own emotions. In other words, you have your emotions on lockdown. 
you you don't have too many highs, too many lows. You are steady. I've always admired the Spurs, the San Antonio Spurs, from the perspective of how even keel they were throughout their their run. Here recently, they lost their the streak. The streak ended, you know, at, at playoffs. I think they went twenty two years straight to the playoffs, and we've had, you know, by we I mean San Antonio has had uh, the privilege of having, you know, just a, a wonderful team, a wonderful group of people with high character that uh, that cared, that cared for each other, that cared for the city, that cared for the community, and, and people fell in love with them. I am old enough to remember a time when the Spurs weren't, weren't that popular. <clears throat> Excuse me. They weren't that popular here in, in town. We would lose a lot and people were just not interested. And obviously there were still fans there and people were excited that we had a professional team in our city. But then David Robinson came in and he changed the trajectory of our San Antonio Spurs. He uh, made a commitment to the community. He cared for the community and the community saw that. The community fell in love with the Spurs after that. Along with David Robinson was Sean Elliott that came in and them too, I, I think really uh, changed the trajectory of, of the NBA for us uh, here in San Antonio. They were people and are people of high character and people that made a commitment to this uh, city, to the community. They cared. They they planted themselves here and established some roots here. And when you do that, people take notice. People know that you're not here just to collect the paycheck. They know that you really care for the community and they really care for the people. So whenever that happens, you know, they people will follow you. People will follow you. And we've had an amazing run, you know, since since that point forward. Then Tim Duncan came and he added to what had already been established and solidified what was established and the run began right around that time and we have we've have had people that care for uh, San Antonio in our NBA team there was a, a moment there where a lot of people were worried that Tim Duncan was going to leave and the story is that David Robinson was on vacation i believe he was in Hawaii and that he flew to San Antonio just to speak with Tim I don't know how true that is. Uh, I wasn't there, but if he did that, it showed how much he cared. Not only how much he cared for Tim Duncan, but also how much he cared for the community. And because of that, I believe that, you know, if that's what happened, I believe that that's one of the reasons why Tim Duncan decided to stay and he played here, you know, his whole career. Because of that, you know, we've had other superstars, you know, that that were great in the city, Tony Parker and Manu, that had an opportunity as well to leave and go other places to bigger markets. But it was the care that each other show toward one another and toward the city 
means something here. But not just here, it means something everywhere. And uh, my research found that out. My research found that when people care for you, you are more likely to follow them. You are more likely to accept their change. You are more likely to accept their leadership, even when they make mistakes. Because understand this, that being a leader does not mean that you're perfect. Being a leader does not mean that you will never make mistakes. As a matter of fact, when you make mistakes, it is more noticeable because you are at the forefront. You are at the top and everyone will take notice. And if you're making a mistake, I guarantee you there's not a shortage. There's never a shortage of critics when you're the leader and you make mistakes. So in order to get around that, you know, because we are going to make mistakes, you need to have a genuine love for those that you lead. You need to be genuine with them, authentic. You need to care for people. So you need to manage your emotions, you know, from that perspective. Learn to manage yourself. And then another very important aspect of this is also Understanding how to manage others' emotions. Understand that some people, you know, at times they, they go through difficult times. They experience challenges. Maybe they're having a difficult time at home. Maybe something happened at work. Maybe a friend of theirs passed away. Maybe there was an argument with a husband, with a wife, with a mom, with a dad. Maybe no one remembered their birthday. And as a leader, you have to be able to read others' emotions. You can't be robotic in the sense that, oh, well, you know, tough, too bad. You know, you're here now, move forward. If you want to be effective as a leader, you need to show that you care for people. But don't be fake either. <laughs> Because people know, they, they they can spot fake people. And I think that's one of the problems with many leaders today, is that they try to appear genuine, and they come out being more fake than people are already thought they were. When you care for someone, that person will follow you. When you care for someone, that person will accept your shortcomings and will help you correct those shortcomings. You see, because we're in this together, and when you're a team, you really need to be concerned with your team. You need to know something about them. What do you know about those that follow you? You know, how do you, how do you perform in front of them? You know, uh, do they really believe in you? Because leadership is not about obtaining a title. It's not because someone gave you the corner office or someone made you the managing partner or you are the founder or you are the captain. The titles don't make the leader. Leadership is about influence. 
you need to understand who has the influence. If you want to be effective as a leader, you need to swallow your pride, you know, get over yourself, get over your ego, and find out who has the influence. Because influence is what people follow. And leadership is about influence. But you can never beat people over the head to demand influence, to demand respect, to demand that they follow you. I've learned in my life that people naturally give respect to those that have earned it. In other words, respect is earned. It's not demanded. You can't demand respect from your children. You have to live a life that is worthy of respect. You can't demand respect from your subordinates. You have to live a life that is worthy of respect. If you're a supervisor at work, don't let that title destroy who you are. You got the position for a reason because of who you are, not who you were trying to become. You know, we can lie to people. We can lie to our bosses. We can lie to our leaders. But eventually, we're going to have to come face to face with ourselves. And there's one thing that you cannot do. You cannot lie to yourself. You cannot become something that you are not. So how do you perform? How do you act around people? How do you treat them? You know, are, are you a reader of, of people? Are you a listener? I've often said this, that there's a reason why we have two ears and one mouth. If all you do is want to talk, you're missing out on one of the greatest gifts, on some of the greatest lessons that you can learn. And that comes from listening. No one learns from talking. Remember that. No one learns from talking. We learn when we listen. We learn when we read. We learn when we watch. We learn when we join, when we support. We don't learn when we talk. When we talk, we show what we know. And once again, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you, how much you care. So are you a caring leader? Because if you're a caring leader, then you will be effective. You won't have to have personal meetings with everyone because everyone will be able to see the truth. Everyone will be able to follow you. So learn to manage people's emotions. And by manage people's emotions, I don't mean that you control them. When you learn to be socially aware, such as, you know, be being aware of behaviors, not just yourselves, but others, the group, the team. How's the team doing? How's the company doing? How's the organization doing? So, you know, in order to do that, you create interactions that other people enjoy. Don't just make things up that you like. Understand what, how, how people react to things, how, what they like. So if you're going to be better at managing the emotions of others or being aware of what they're going through and 
being a person that cares for them, then do something that they enjoy. And attempt, try your best to hide negative emotions. I'm not saying not to have them, you know, because we, we all do. We all have them. But at some point, you need you can't let your emotions direct the way you live. You cannot let your emotions direct how you treat people. So, let people live their lives and you enjoy being their leaders. You know, it is about caring for them. It's about caring for them. It's not about, you know, dropping the hammer on everyone just because you are the boss, just because you're the manager, just because you're the leader, you're the founder. All that stuff, all those titles really don't mean too much when it comes to leading. It is about how effective are you at influencing people. If you're effective at influencing people, they will follow you anywhere. They will help you to achieve any goals that you set for them because they know that you care. And when a person knows that you care, they will always be there. You know, in families, you do the same, you know, as a, as a dad, uh, I imagine that everyone knows, you know, if you're a dad and you have your family, your children at home with you, you are a leader, whether you want to or not. And that you made yourself, you know, because you got married or had, you know, babies. And when those babies came, you were the parent. You were a mom. You were, you are a dad. And that means that you have someone looking up to you. Are they looking up at you with admiration or with fear? That's important to understand. That's important to see. Are those that follow, are those that following you, looking up at you with fear or with admiration or with respect, admiration and respect? If someone is afraid of you, they may do what you ask them to do, but they may not do the best job at it. When someone admires you, respects you, loves you because you have been good to them, they will move heaven and earth so that you can look better, so that you can be a better leader, so that you can get more accolades. Unfortunately, you know, we see in today's world that a lot of people are just not doing that. They are trying to manipulate followers. So don't be a manipulator. Be a person of influence. Be someone who cares for, for those that you follow. I've had to hide negative emotions with my family often. You know, it's as a leader, I, that's something that I have to do. You know, my, my children can't know every struggle that I face, every obstacle that I'm facing. You know, they can't see, you know, that, that I'm always, you know, not always, but, you know, whenever I'm worried or 
at a loss, you know, that I don't know what we're going to do, how we're going to survive this next trial, how we're going to survive this next challenge, how we're going to be able to pay for college or how we're going to be able to pay for, you know, their food or whatever it may be. You have to have a positive mindset in all of this and show the proper attitude in the midst of all of this. You need to control your emotions because if you lose it, everyone that follows you loses it. You are the leader. And as a leader, you must learn to, at times, hide emotions. You know, to, especially, you know, if you're trying to avoid other people. And, I, and I'm not talking about being politically correct. You know, but sometimes you need to hide emotions that offends people. You know, a person, I've lived long enough to know that when a person makes a mistake, I'm not the first person to realize that. They know that. That person understands I made a mistake. I blew it. And you have to be there to help them come out of that mistake. You have to be there as a leader, help them come up and be better the next time around. So, you know, create some environments for them where they can enjoy each other's company. And then again, perhaps that creates an environment that f makes them feel safe. You know, you want an environment that is safe for followers. You don't want an environment where everybody is talking <laughs> about you and not in the right way. You know, if they're talking about you, it's not that they have a bad attitude. You know, the first person that you need to examine is yourself. Don't try to examine other people and how they're feeling. If it, you know, whenever it is up to you, be at peace. I always tell my kids that in everything that they do, they can never control what other people feel. They can control how they act or react to things. The only person they're in control of is themselves. I've often had them come up to me and say, Dad, so-and-so said this about me. And then I ask them this one question. I say, is it real? And if they say no, I tell them, don't worry about it. Because, you know, it's not real. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. And if they say yes, then my answer to that is, well, then fix it. If they pointed it out, then fix it, you know, because that's, that's the only thing we can do. We can't stress about what other people think, what other people feel about us or any, any of those, that stuff, especially when you're a leader, you know, as a leader, you're going to have, you're not going to please everyone. Understand this. If you're a leader, don't think that you're going to have a hundred percent support. That's, I don't think that that ever happens. <laughs> Even Jesus, you know, from the 12 disciples that he had, he didn't have a hundred percent of them. One of them wanted him dead. One of them, you know, betrayed him. So it, it is impossible to have 100% support as a leader, but you have the majority and that majority can help you with a minority. They can help them understand where you're coming from, especially when they know you care. Again, a person doesn't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So, you know, host some team appreciation meetings, you know, go out bowling together, listen, 
As a leader, listen. And when you're done listening, listen some more. And when you're done listening some more, listen even more. You know, be slow to speak. Listen. You see, that only took a couple seconds and it seems like a long time. You know, but listen, you don't need to speak. You don't, you don't need to give an opinion for everything. If you are asked, give an opinion. If it is a statement, listen. Sometimes people just need to vent. Don't take it personal. They may vent. They may say things that you don't like, that you don't appreciate. Let them finish. Let them finish. Don't take anything personal. Remember, if you're the leader, you are still the leader. It doesn't matter what anyone else is saying. If you are the boss, you're not any less of a boss because someone didn't like you. If you're the boss, you're not any less of a boss because you have naysayers. You're still the boss. So learn to care for them. Hear them out. There may be some valid points in, in everything that they're telling you. There may be some, some truth in their hurt, in their pain. They may open your eyes to an area that you have been blinded to. So if you're going to be an effective leader, care for people. That's the best way that you can lead someone. If you want them to adopt your changes, if you want them to go with you, if you want them to go to war with you, if you want the team to be the best it's ever been, listen, care for them. You know, you don't need to speak shop all of the time. Find out how they're doing. If they're married, how how's their marriage doing? If they have children, how are their children doing? If no one's married and it's you know, a football team, a high school football team, whatever it may be, you know, find out, you know, how, how are things at home? You know, do you have siblings? It, find out about them because people don't care if you're the best quarterback, if you're the, the most accurate, you know, passer this world has ever seen until they know that you care for them. Then they'll pay attention. So they don't care what you know until they know that you care. I'm saying this a number of times because I really want this to stick with you. I, I want this to be with you whenever you're leading others, whenever you decide that you want to have a meeting with someone that you learn. There's a reason why I have two ears and one mouth. Be slow to speak. Listen, listen, and listen some more and learn, learn, and then learn some more. And after you've done all of that, then care for people. You know, they may have a point. You may have been rude. There's nothing wrong with saying, you know what, I'm sorry, I was rude. Because that shows somebody that you care. You care for their opinions. You care for where they stand. You care for what they're telling you. You care. And because you care, they care for you. And that's when you win. When you, as a leader, can convince and can show your followers that you care. Because then they will care for what you're talking about.
They will care for what you're passionate about. They will care for the changes that you are uh, deciding to implement. They will care for everything that you tell them. They will be your champions. They will tell other followers that they should follow you because you are a great person. And when you do that, believe me, you have changed the culture of the whole organization, the whole team, and you're up, you know, the sky is the limit at that point. So remember, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Once again, you have listened to the Attitude Zone. I am Dr. J, and I am pleased that you have been able to listen to this podcast. Again, follow my Instagram, Dr. J G R O D 210, and share my podcast with your friends, with your family, anyone you know, share it on your social media. I would appreciate you doing this for me. And, and I hope that you have a wonderful week and that we get to speak once again, that you get to be my audience once again next week. Again, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, any ideas that, that maybe I can address, uh, do email me at the attitude zone at drjgrod.com. And finally, have a wonderful week. Enjoy this great weather that we're having. And for all the kids that are going back to school, be safe. Be safe. Stay safe. Practice caution. And I will talk to you again next week. Bye-bye.